The views expressed on this program are solely those of the speaker and do not reflect the views and opinions of Centennial Securities. Be reminded that this podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Happy Friday! Welcome to the Weekly Investment Podcast, where we discuss the week's must-know investment news and how it affects your money. I am your host, Walter. This week we discuss big tech earnings, the U.S. economy, and peak interest rates. It's been another exciting week in the investment world, so let's crack right into the news. Some of the biggest names in big tech reported earnings this week. How did Microsoft, Alphabet, and Meta report second quarter results? Microsoft shares fell as the company called for lower revenue guidance than analysts had predicted, partly due to weakness in their business segment that contains Windows and growth in cloud revenue slowing in the previous quarter. To help offset lower revenue, Microsoft's research and development costs declined for the first time since 2016. Microsoft shares are lower by 5% for the week, but up by almost 39% year-to-date. Alphabet shares rose as the company reported better-than-expected revenue and profit, driven by growth in its cloud computing unit. Revenue in Google's cloud unit increased 28%. The division, which turned profitable on an operating basis in the first quarter of this year, reported income in the second quarter of almost $400 After losing close to $600 million a year earlier, Google's ad revenue was up 3% to $58 billion, and YouTube ads came in above analyst expectations. Despite the video platform facing heightened competition from TikTok, Google's search and other revenue rose to over $42 billion, up slightly from last year. Alphabet stock is up almost 8% for the week and 45% year-to-date. Meta reported earnings and revenue for the second quarter that topped analysts' estimates. The company also issued a better-than-expected forecast for the current period, reflecting a rebound in the digital advertising market. CEO Mark Zuckerberg has been pushing for Meta to become more efficient, instituting a cost-savings plan that resulted in about 21,000 job cuts, and the plan appears to be working. The company is now forecasting capital expenditures for 2023 of $27 billion to $30 billion, down from a prior estimate of $30 billion to $33 billion. Expenses in 2024, however, are expected to grow due to investments in data centers and artificial intelligence, according to the company. The Reality Labs unit, which is tasked with developing the Vetiverse, brought in $276 million in sales during the second quarter, while posting a loss of $3.7 billion. Meta stock is up 3% for the week and up 152% year-to-date. Big Tech finishes up earnings next week when both Amazon and Apple report. The U.S. economy grew at a faster-than-expected pace in the second quarter of 2023, adding to signs that the threat of a recession has faded in the immediate term. Just how good is the economy doing at the moment? The Bureau of Economic Analysis's advance estimate of second-quarter U.S. gross domestic product showed the economy grew at an annualized pace of almost 2.5%. 
Economists were expecting the U.S. economy to grow at an annualized pace of less than 2% during the second quarter. Increases in consumer spending, commercial real estate, and equipment led the growth in the economy in the second quarter, according to the BEA. Housing, utilities, and healthcare led services spending. Increased purchases of recreational goods, vehicles, and gasoline also contributed to the improved growth numbers. The GDP report was just one of several upbeat prints released this week. The Department of Labor announced that jobless claims in the week ending July 22nd were the lowest since February. Also, data from the U.S. Census Bureau showed the orders for durable goods, think machinery and equipment like computers, industrial machinery, raw steel, and airplanes, increased about 5% last month. Economists surveyed by Bloomberg had expected just a 1.3% increase for the month. Overall, the data suggests that the U.S. economy is stronger than many expected. Recession forecasts are being lowered and projections for growth in the coming quarters are increasing. In comments made Wednesday, Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell noted the economy has withstood the rising interest rate environment. According to Powell, the Federal Reserve no longer sees a recession in 2023. Finally, the Federal Reserve raised interest rates by a quarter of a percentage point on Wednesday. The hike, the Fed's 11th in its last 12 meetings, set the benchmark rate to between 5.25% and 5.5%, a level which has not been consistently exceeded for about 22 years. Where to next for interest rates? Jerome Powell said the economy still needed to slow and that the labor market needed to weaken for inflation to return to the central bank's 2% target. Prices are still increasing at more than double the Fed's target. While inflation has been easing, the labor market remains strong, with the unemployment rate at just 3.6%. Economic growth has remained above the Fed's estimated 1.8%. So what comes next for interest rates? Powell made no promises either way with a September meeting eight weeks from now considered an option for another rate increase, though a continued slowing of inflation and weaker economic data may also prompt policymakers to pause. The Chicago Mercantile Exchange Group's Fed Tracker, which projects the likelihood that the Fed will change their target rate in the upcoming FOMC meeting, put the probability of an increase in September at just 20%. Next week, the WIP interviews an experienced bond trader. With interest rates at a 22-year high, you won't want to miss this conversation. Join us next Friday for that and much, much more. Thank you for listening, and please have a nice weekend when you get there. Talk to you next week.